Hello, and welcome to the Providence Podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and I'm so glad you're here. So at Godspace, there's always something going on. Um, Coming up this Sunday, we're going to host a little simple Q&A event with sisters. So if you've ever thought about religious life or even just been a little bit curious, you're welcome to come and chat with us and ask some questions. Um, It'll be very casual and comfortable, so I hope you think about attending. You can sign up if you go to the Godspace website right on the homepage there, there's a sign up sheet. And then if you sign up, I'll send you the Zoom link and you can come to the conversation. Also, in Advent, we're going to try something a little different. We're going to do a hybrid event. It's going to be Advent Taze Prayer. So you can either attend by coming to the Godspace backyard and um, praying in person. We'll have a campfire so you won't freeze, don't worry. Or you can attend online via Facebook Live from the Godspace Facebook page. So you can find out more information about that on the Godspace website or on our Facebook page too. So now let's get started with our reading. We'll read from the Gospel and then do some reflecting on this scripture passage. The Gospel according to John. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king? Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. So here we are at the Feast of Christ the King. And every time this feast comes around in the church year, I have the same reaction, resistance. Maybe it's because it's so patriarchal or because here in the United States, we collectively resist the idea of a king and monarchy. Or maybe it's because I just don't see Christ as high and mighty and kingly. But then every year, because I have a short memory, I read the readings and change my mind. Although they're different with each liturgical cycle, The readings for this feast all do the same thing. Turn the idea of a king on its head. 
Ironically, what this feast shows me is that Jesus is not royalty. He's not privileged. Yes, he's divine, but no, he's not high and mighty. In the gospel, the exchange between Jesus and Pilate draws a sharp contrast between the two. Pilate has the power in the situation. When I think about this scene, I kind of picture him in his Roman uniform, interrogating the suspect, in control of the conversation and the outcome, too. Jesus is arrested and facing a death sentence. And so I see him in simple garb, hands bound, answering Pilate's questions with calm rationality. Pilate has all the privilege and status that come with royalty. Jesus does not. People are under Pilate's command, but Jesus' people have handed him over to death, as Pilate points out. And it's true. Maybe Jesus could use his divinity to take some power back in the situation. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But he doesn't take power back. He stays in this vulnerable space, not saving himself or removing himself. Instead, he focuses on his kingdom. This vision he spent his whole life bringing to reality. His realm is not of this world, but yet his followers are already living into it. It occurs to me that royalty and all the pomp and privilege that come with it is a human construct. Pilate must recognize Jesus' power at some level, and he doesn't know how to categorize it, so he calls it kingship. And we must need this title too, I mean, hence this feast. And that's curious to me. King is not a title that Jesus needs. It's one that we ascribe to him because we need to. It's hard for us to describe his power and majesty. The fact that after living a life of suffering, we think of him with God in all his glory. And so we use the metaphor of a king. As we elevate this simple, but divine man from Galilee. I hope we don't lose sight of the point he's trying to make in this gospel, that we belong to Christ and we belong to the truth of the kingdom of God that we're living into right now. What does it mean to belong to this kingdom, this realm not of this world? Last night in our small group, we talked about what it means to belong in secular spaces versus spiritual ones. Belonging in this world sometimes requires some status, maybe some wealth, some privilege. Secular spaces do not always offer a place of belonging for everyone, which is why we sometimes have to push hard for justice. Everyone is not offered the same belonging. Some have it all, while others have less. It doesn't have to be that way. There could be enough to go around. 
but instead some people try to take it all. Belonging in the kingdom of God, though, is a different thing. I think of all the people to whom Jesus extended belonging. You didn't even have to be a good person. You could be a very obvious sinner and you could belong. Although it seems like sinners didn't stay that way after encountering Jesus by their own choice. To belong to this kingdom, all we have to do is listen and recognize the truth. As someone who sometimes struggles to feel like I belong, I find this very comforting. I don't have to work hard to belong to Christ. Christ welcomes me with love and compassion, and all I have to do is recognize that. This feast also marks the end of the church year. A lot of the readings for the past few weeks have been about the end times. And honestly, after all we've been through in the past couple of years, these apocalyptic readings cut a little close to the bone. So I'd be lying if I said I wasn't glad they're over. But really, I look forward to the weeks ahead, not because we're done with the apocalypse. Next Sunday will be the first Sunday of Advent this beautiful season of waiting in anticipation, light emerging in darkness, and hope, joyful hope. So this Sunday we look at the kingship of Christ, and next Sunday, and for the weeks after, we'll remember that this so-called king came into the world just like we did, poor and vulnerable, and in need. And in this gentle season, the church year starts anew, and we get a fresh beginning too. So as I again let go of this image of Christ in his glory, which doesn't resonate too much with me, I wonder about the other things I can let go of. As I move toward Advent, I hope I can gentle my spirit in this waiting space. I also consider, in light of what Jesus says in the gospel here, what truth do I need to acknowledge? What truth do I need to open to and even welcome? Let's take some time for some prayerful reflection. What do you feel like you need to let go of? What in your life needs to be refreshed right now? What truth 
is God trying to reveal to you? about belonging to the kingdom of God, what does that mean for you? What does belonging feel like to you? God's invitation to you right now. Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to connect with God's Space and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky as well. As you enter this week, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you. And may we all take good care of each other. Peace. Peace.